Welcome to James Sanders on Politics, Culture, History, and Current Events, Episode 1. What is Marxism and the role it plays in America today? Topics for this episode include What is Marxism? Marxism Big Lies How did it get to America? What is critical theory? What are the social sciences? How does it create a self-perpetuating system? Present-day Marxist beliefs? Where does Marxism start in nations falling to Marxist ideology? And Marxism's role in some of present-day events. At this time, there is no strict recording schedule. Uh, more or less, we'll wind up doing these as a fine time, uh, and probably in between my writing. Uh, if you want deeper source material relating to this stuff, then do please visit www.james-r-sanders.com. Again, www.james-r-sanders.com. My name dashes in between. So, what is Marxism? It manifests throughout history in totalitarian regimes, including communism and all the communist variants, and socialism and Nazism. If you remember, Nazism were national socialists, and it's basically nationalism plus socialism. It equaled fascism, Nazism. On um, that claim, Otto Strasser and his brother, both socialists, were there in the early forming infancy of the Nazi party. Strasser even wrote books on it, and one in particular, Hitler and I. Marxism was written by a bum that refused to work because he'd rather write, even at the expense of neglecting his wife and children's financial needs. What Marx managed to obtain in finances were handed to him by others. Virtually all of his writing, from a psychological standpoint, is nothing more than a man trying to justify his failures while blaming society for them. Marx epitomizes a victimhood mentality, and that's what his writing creates in the readers and believers of his ideology as well. Zero accountability for individual choices. It's never the person's fault. It's everyone else's fault and society's fault. And the Frankfurt School Marxists say all society issues stem from racial issues. Marxism big lies. Never been done the right way. Monarchy is proof of why Marxism will never work. It always depends upon the benevolent dictator while ignoring history, showing the malevolent one always eventually follows. Monarchy is also structured like Marxism. There's still a potential dictator class rolling over the rest. Marxism simply aims to change the dictator class in power. <laughs> they speak of great societal change, but never talk about how we get there, other than spending other people's money to do so. They never talk about how they, they deal with human nature. History shows us how they deal with human nature, the millions of dead and purged for not following the party line. Chasing past racial problems, keeping them on life support, despite the fact they rarely exist today. They create fake hate crimes, like the Jesse Smollett and Bubba Wallace incidents. They point to the rarities, like Floyd, using media influence to suggest systemic issues. They also use this to defund the police, and we're all seeing where that's going 
with the crime rising in the areas already presently defunded. All the while, their adherents ignore the size of our great nation and the low numbers of these incidents. They seemingly never understand the definitions of the words they use. At least, their zombie followers never seem to understand them. This is part of their planned destruction of merit-based systems. As one example, people will no longer have jobs because they're good at what they do. They'll potentially have jobs because of their equity points instead. Equity versus equality, suggesting that equity somehow brings equality when it really provides for even more government involvement providing their equality of outcome. Just another Marxist power grab attempting full control of the American citizens' lives. How did it get to America? Well, it originated in the Frankfurt School during Hitler's Germany. At least these were the adherents that uh, took Marx's writings after his death. Came to Columbia University because of pamphlets sent to American universities concerning Frankfurt's great research abilities. Financial gain by Columbia during a depression. They basically realized that if Columbia did not expand its research department, Columbia would wind up being dead in the water. So they needed researchers. The Jews fleeing Germany, the Marxist Jews of Frankfurt School, had their own money as well. So it became a simple economic relief for Columbia while trying to expand a research program. With the help of Antonio Gramsci, who was an Italian Marxist, the Frankfurt School of Jewish Marxists retold Marxism from the class struggle between worker and ruling class to racial struggles. The reason for identity politics today is to keep minorities on the Democrat plantation. Virus incubation came through critical theory, which Horkheimer, Marcuse, and the others That was a theory they first developed while at Columbia University, and it eventually began to creep into many other thought disciplines. What is critical theory? The belief that societal issues all stem from racial issues and viewing all things through the racial lens. Again, clearly seen today in identity politics, is the progenitor of critical race theory gender studies, sexual studies, cultural studies, and it eventually infected all social science degree fields. There's a lot of them. What are social sciences? Most critical to the present Marxist infection and control in America would be political science, law, education, and journalism. There are many others. DuckDuckGo is your friend on this. Despite Wikipedia's nefarious undertones, they actually have a quite inclusive social science outline. So if you're really wondering just what is a social science and how many courses exist, that's your go-to. And in that, because of the infection of our social sciences, it does create a self-perpetuating system. And it does this how? Through infecting the social sciences, it creates a potentially Marxist mind through whitewashing and hiding the extremely dark undertones of Marxism 
and the purges, while romanticizing Marx for his intellectual work and ignoring Marx as a man. It's infecting the impressionable, just like Mao's Red Guard, who are students in youth, Hitler's youth, and the students used during the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. It is the same game plan. It is the same footprint, the same kind of minds. They know if they can indoctrinate our students and our children, eventually the Marxist mindset will become the majority and freedom-loving, patriotic Americans will slowly fade away. This is why they want CRT in schools and the BLM text on racism. CRT is about creating two classes of children, the oppressed and the oppressors. It's the same model as Russia's, in Russia's climate before Bolshevik uprising of the working class and ruling class. The earlier they can convince our society through our children that there is any credibility to their ideology, they must indoctrinate them at the youngest ages so that they lose the ability to critically think and think for themselves. And this is why Garland is weaponizing the FBI against parents at school board meetings, pushing back against CRT and other Marxist ideologies in our grade schools. They want our kids fully Marxist indoctrinated. So what are the present day Marxist beliefs? All issues are racial issues. They believe in dialectical materialism. And for those that don't know, Dialectical materialism is a philosophy of science, history, and nature developed in Europe and based on the writings of Karl Marx and Frederick Engels. Marxist dialectics, as a materialist philosophy, emphasizes the importance of real-world conditions and the presence of contradictions within things in relation to, but not limited to, class, labor, and socioeconomic interactions. Again, remember... The Frankfurt School Marxist Jews changed that from class to racial. They believe in relative morality. And this is why we see a lot of targeting of churches. What is relative morality? Moral relativism or ethical relativism is a term used to describe several philosophical positions concerned with the differences in moral judgments across different peoples and their own particular cultures. An advocate of such ideas is often labeled simply as a relativist for short. In short, morality depends on the person, culture, and situation at the time. What does that mean? Well, if you have an agenda in some supposed righteous cause in order to address some wrong, well, then whatever it takes for you to address that wrong, or that supposed higher moral standing and ideology, it's okay to do it. The religious views are mostly atheist or agnostic. 
So where does Marxism start and nations falling to Marxist ideology? Study groups, unions, eventual infection of academia, capturing of media and information controls, and capturing of political parties. The whole vax mandate thing is a Marxist soft purge and so is cancel culture. What did lockdowns do? Killed how many thousands of small businesses transferring wealth to corporations? The vax gives them a list of compliant. What will they do with those not on the vax list after? What have we seen happen to the middle class over the past years? And that I'm talking about Bush and uh, Obama years. They kind of bounced back a little bit during Trump. We see sharp decline pushing America to that two-class system like in Russia before the Bolshevik uprising. They want an internal war of American against American. They don't care if it's a racial or survival war. Then we look at the present Vax mandates. They purge all businesses and institutions, including our military, of those that think independently and the most likely to stand against tyranny. It cripples them financially to make them dependent on government and suffer from poverty. And this is, again, another goal of Marxist ideology, communism, and all the variants. When people are in poverty, they beg for government solutions. And if they have to beg for government solutions, they are less likely to bite the hand that feeds them making them dependent on government and more willing to do what government says. It's not freedom. What's happening to our supply chains because of the vaccine mandate? Some stay home because of the benefits Democrats gave people so they didn't have to work. Others refuse the vaccine and employers won't allow them to work. We have this in the trucking and medical industries, and we're now seeing pushback in the aviation and train transportation industries. It's creating scarcity of goods, health care issues, and empty shelves in all kinds of stores nationwide. This is a common thing in a Marxist society. They do not know what is best for open free markets. They do not know how best to provide the products and the materials that people want and need. Russia tried that for many, many years. Could never get it right. <laughs> but they always blamed the citizenry. You know, kind of similar to what the uh, Biden regime is doing now. At the same time, it's a two birds with one stone approach that cripples our economy even further. Cripple the economy far enough and people clamor for social programs which lead to higher spending, more taxation, and more poverty. Again, poverty is the Marxist agenda and loads of it. Wonder why they pushed the Green New Deal? It's a way of bankrupting nations through more taxation as well to destroy economies worldwide Science, technology, and environmental policy is also a social science degree. Most people really don't realize what's truly going on, let alone how or why. And to fully get into all this, it is much longer than any podcast could possibly cover. So once again, I'd encourage you to drop by the website. 
at least there. Things are completely for sourced. You can follow my research. And uh, let me know if you see what I see. Again, no set recording scheme yet. I'll be doing these as I have time to do them. And until next time, thank you for finding me and thank you for sharing some of your time with me. Hope to uh, catch you again.